Hello, Polyam fam, and welcome to Hot Tub Poly Talk. Hot Tub Poly Talk in the pool. Right. I'm Monsida. I'm Bella. And you're in the tub with us on a nice summer day. Woo! So, Chad. Chad's here. Don't forget Chad. Oh, Chad. Come here, Chad. No, Chad, you guys had to talk <laughs> about personal boundaries. We had personal boundaries and consent issues because he kept getting all up in my grill. Chad's a little floaty. Uh... What do you call that? He's a drink. He's like a, a drink cozy koozie for the pool. So you, he's a floaty. So you put your drink in the floaty and it floats around the pool with you. And he's this buff looking beach guy. Yes. However, I altered Chad. We made some adjustments and I put a red salt. So I cut out the bottom of his floaty. Oh no. And I put a red solo cup in it with some holes in the bottom of the red solo cup and I put a chunk of chlorine in the cup. So now the cup sits there as like an automatic chlorine floaty device that I didn't have to purchase because we already had Chad. Yeah, now you have the instructions and you didn't even have to go into Pinterest. Yeah. And so anyway, Chad got a little all up in my face the first couple times we were in the pool and I kept pushing him to the other side because I didn't want to smell the chlorine and now we have an understanding. So he stays away. Okay. So, oh, <laughs> your noodle hit me in the face. That's what happens. <laughs> so, we have been in here for a little bit already before we hit the record button. We're catching up on each other's day and how things are going. Yeah. And so yesterday I had a really severe headache. Like this was putting me down kind of headache and I don't, I don't get put down by headaches often. So, I ended up sleeping like what nine and a half hours you went to bed around 7 30. yeah it was nuts i never do that and so i went to bed and i slept the whole night <laughs> except for at some point i had to pee so bad that i was dreaming about trying to find somewhere to go pee <laughs> which is a thing i guess i'm not the only one yeah everybody like you yeah because bella was getting ready to tell me about her dream last night and it was so good, I had to say, wait, today we're talking about dreams. So, Bella, <laughs> go ahead, tell us about your dream. Okay, so I don't really remember it. Um, all I remember is that, that we had, like, a group of people. And it was almost like our D&D group or some gaming friends of some sort. And we were running around this house. I, I feel like we were trying to collect coins, like, in... Like, like Sonic. Like in Mario Sonic. or yeah. Sonic. So we were running around trying to collect some shit. And man, I had to pee while we were playing. <laughs> so I went to go downstairs in this tri-level house thing that we were in. And sure as shit, a Tyrannosaurus Rex was in my way. And I couldn't <laughs> go pee. So... <laughs> I don't remember how it happened. Like, like I was heading down the stairs and everything was happy. We were all collecting coins. And then it was like T-Rex came in the door and stood between me and the bathroom. <laughs> were these high vaulted ceilings? I mean, was this a little T-Rex? No, and this is like the bottom, bottom floor of a three-story thing. So, I don't know. He must have knocked the roof out and like come out, not with his hands, because you know, right. T-Rex hands. But he must have stepped on the house or something to get in. Oh, I do remember. So through that bottom level, there's a, a door to this garage. Okay. I remember trying to like 
close the garage door to hide from the T-Rex. Huh. Like, so he smashes in the whole fucking house, but I'm gonna go hide in the garage <laughs> and close the door so T-Rex doesn't find me. Right. But I couldn't go pee because he was in my way. <laughs> so, like, I wake up from this dream and I'm like, God, I really have to go pee. Why didn't I, why couldn't I go? And I'm like, uh oh, because T-Rex was in my way. <laughs> So I had that same experience last night. Well, not the same, because I didn't have anything cool like a T-Rex. It just came to me when you asked me about it. I totally forgot. <laughs> I I was doing something in, like, a grocery store, and we were under lockdown. <laughs> like, I was a customer, oh, I think. No. And someone was coming to visit one of the girls that worked there. Who I was there talking to I don't know it was pretty unremarkable except the fact that the person that was supposed to rendezvous with this employee like it was serious business there was serious business going on <laughs> and so I'm going out to try to find them and I'm taking a, a couple tuna cans outside <laughs> to a shelf in the parking lot where looking tuna belong right where all the other tuna is <laughs> and I'm looking for this van and I didn't see it and I'm coming back and it turns out it's Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> who's driving the van I'll be back. he said that in my dream I was like I can't find him she's like oh he's on the phone right now he's on speakerphone I'm like oh yeah and he says I'll be back <laughs> and I was like are you fucking first. kidding me well apparently so maybe he went to your dream to save you but I, I it was ridiculous but it was good sleep yeah yeah so I don't know about weird dreams like a t-rex in a mansion i guess i did i did have one weird recurring dream yeah a lot of years ago growing up my recurring dream was i was so i used to live in the country mm -hmm. wyoming Who right that? jackson hole wyoming i lived a couple miles out of town and there was this long road to get to my house in my dream, I was at my house looking down the long road, but the long road wasn't the same as in real life. Right. In real life, it's like on a mountainside, not high up on the hills or anything, just, you know, the edge, the base of the mountain. But in my dream, it was like right down the middle of these giant fields like you'd <laughs> see in like Iowa. <laughs> and, uh... If you build it, they will come. Yeah. <laughs> and it was getting nighttime in my dream. And something bad was gonna happen, and so we were just kind of waiting to see what it was. And way down at the end, there were headlights, <laughs> and they were just hauling ass up this road. Yeah. And we knew something bad's there, right? <laughs> and as it kept getting closer and closer, it wasn't a car. It was like a giant 12-foot pig. Ooh. And the headlights were in its snout. <laughs> the two little headlights. Yeah. And it was, it was what was driving oh. at us. But that wasn't the weird part. The weird oh, part okay. was that Jason Voorhees was standing on top of it, <laughs> Friday the 13th style. But instead of waving a machete, he was waving around a chainsaw. And, and he chased me in the dream. And I, <laughs> on his giant roller pig. Did you ever have to pee? Not in that dream, no. No, I was just trying to think of something as weird as a T-Rex. No, I... I can't really remember many dreams. I don't 
what do they say, lucid dream much? Like, I don't wake up and remember much from my dreams. But when I was a kid, I had this thing when I slept, and I don't think I've talked about it here. So when I was having bad dreams, or I thought ghosts or monsters were going to get me or anything like that, I had this thing that kept me safe as a kid. If I slept with my right hand over my heart, I was safe. I couldn't die. They couldn't kill me or hurt me. But if my hand was outside of the covers so the ghost could see that my right hand was over my heart and then they tried to stab me or kill me, I was still safe, but nothing happened to them either. Okay. If my hand was over my heart under the covers so it was a surprise, the ghost didn't know it was there, like a secret shield, they would try to stab me or kill me, not only would I still be fine, but they would die. Again. Again. They would perish for all time. So, I mean, that's not a dream, but I remember, like, being scared of dreams and such, and that protected me from them. I also had little worry people in my pillowcase. What? Wait, what? You, you ever heard of little worry people? No. They're from different cultures. Some native, um, some, gosh, I can't remember. From, is it from Chile? Um, there's some South American cultures that have them too. I'll have to, I'll look it up and I'll show you. But they're these little worry people and they're like sewn and they're teeny tiny. And you put them in your pillowcase and they protect you from your worries and your stresses. And for a long time I got them. I feel like I got them in Albuquerque, New Mexico when we were driving across country as kids. I mean, my parents were driving and we were just in the motorhome. <laughs> but I feel like we got them there. My mom got all of us kids some of them little worry people, and they stayed in my pillowcase for a long time. I think I have one in my wallet, actually. I have one in my change purse. Really? Mm -hmm. We're going to have to see this thing. Yeah. That sounds weird. It's pretty cool. And they protected you from what? Worries. Your, your worries worrying. and stress and uh, bad thoughts, things like that. Oh, we'll look them up. All right. All right. Yep. And this wasn't, oh. this wasn't just like a poly pocket that no. you turned into a... No, they're okay. little worry people. Okay. Um, so at work today, I was yeah. listening to one of my other favorite podcasts. Yeah. And that's why we drink. Love a good true crime horror type story. We were talking again about like alien conspiracy stuff a little bit today. Okay. And I guess like in March or something, this um, New York Times story came out about these pilots from our military from back in 2014 that saw these UFOs. It's crazy and I'm not going to go into the whole story, but you can see the video from like their dash cams or helmet cams or whatever they are, where they see this UFO on their radar and they track it on the radar and the guys are bullshitting, the pilots are talking back and forth and they're like, bro, like, did you see how fast that was flying? And you can see it like tilt and stuff, like it's uh. pretty crazy. So I have to show you that too. Huh. Yep. It's probably better than what I saw the other night. You should tell them what you saw the other night. <laughs> Weird how that worked out, isn't it? I almost feel like it was led there. It actually wasn't. They really did do that episode today, and I will prove it to you later. Oh, no, that's totally cool. But it so, is funny timing how that worked. So, what was it, Monday night? No, Sunday night you saw it, because Monday night was supposed to be the meteors, and I thought it was leading into the meteors. Okay, so... Sunday night. Sunday night I saw this thing... It was, it was about time to go to bed. It was pretty much dark out. I'm standing out on the back patio for a minute for going inside. And off to my left, in the sky, is an airplane. Which is like what? Like northeast of here, kind of a thing? I think that's 
pretty much directly north. North. And that's not uncommon because I, I think that's a pretty common flight path for some airplanes. So it wasn't any big deal, but above it and to the left, about, like if I put my thumb up, it was probably a thumb and a half up and to the left. There was a solid white light that was following at the same speed as the airplane and slowly descending towards it as it was traveling. Like closing in on it. So if the airplane was on axis A going straight across and the white light started at axis Y and was dropping down the graph to get to axis A. Right. Did you visualize that right? I tried to, yeah. Okay. So as it went, as the airplane went east, the white light kept getting closer and closer and closer to it. Okay, so the plane was traveling, as you're looking at the sky, from left to right, horizontally across the sky-ish. Yeah. And the, the solid white one was above it, north of it, like on a 2D picture, north of it, and coming diagonally down. Right, they were going to intersect. Okay. They're making angles here. And, and I was staring at it for a couple minutes thinking, oh, I wish my phone wasn't almost dead. I'd be recording this. And I thought, oh, well, I could probably, it's not going anywhere. I'm going to run upstairs. I'm going to plug my phone in and record it from there. Yeah. So I did just that. And I run upstairs. I kept my bedroom light off. I'm pulling the fan out the window. I'm plugging in my phone. Bella's coming in. I'm like, hey, come here and look at this. Well, she's seeing this thing as it's happening. It's still making an angle. The lights are getting closer and closer together as they move. And the, the solid thing, not the flashy plane, but the solid thing, is bright enough that it looks like a star, or like a bright star, or even a planet. Like, it's bright in the sky. I would say like a planet or the North Star. Yeah. It was really bright. And I, I actually started to record. It did its thing. I don't know where the white light went. But the plane veered direction like 45 degrees and started heading like northeast instead of just east. Like it was, it was a sharp direction change. I don't know where the white light went. Okay, so from what I saw, and I don't know how if I can describe this audio-wise, but if we're, again, we're looking at the sky and it's flat, by the time I saw it, and I'm holding up my hands here in front of me, if my right hand is the flashy plane uh -huh. and the le my left hand is the solid star looking thing uh -huh. it was behind the plane it was on the same line okay. so it's like the diagonal part had, it had caught up and it was closing in really quick okay so they're both moving to my right as the one behind starts closing in and i'm watching this happen the plane starts to go down like south and and you see it it's flashing still and the what looks like the North Star ends up vertical to the plane. So they go across the sky, moving to the right. My right hand dips down. My left hand is following here in a vertical pattern. Okay. There goes that airplane. <laughs> and then and then they almost make a circle. Okay, so it looked like to me the airplane was turning back to try and get behind the star looking thing. And as it went to do that, the star was following and then took off further to the right, and the plane went backwards, like 
Uh. The plane disappeared because it was heading further north. So it was heading away from us. But that this uh, is what I saw. I saw it coming this way. This drops down and it follows and they take off. Oh, that makes sense. That's how I saw it. I, I lost... don't know if that came across to the listeners. Oh, that's fine. I lost track because I was trying to get some focus on my phone. Right. And then, and then once it was gone, I hit stop. And then the next day, I tried to show our friend K-Fug. Yeah. And it wasn't even on my phone. It was gone. Like no recording. And I, I saw know. him hit record. I don't know. It was cool. It was pretty neat. But you won't have proof because someone took it away. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's on to me. Yeah. So, yeah, here we are telling weird tales. <gasps> Funny. Funny how that goes. Isn't it? Today is just a weird day of wind fundings. So, as it happens, our wonderful wet listeners. Yeah. This is going to be our last episode of Hot Tub Poly Talk. Sad thing. We have been deliberating what to do. Our hot tub's not fixed. It's going to go into winter. We're not going to sit out in this pool in the fucking <laughs> snow. And we know recording during the day is louder for you. There's a lot more road traffic than there was when we first started at night in the hot... <laughs> <laughs> there was a bee in my face. I think it was a moth. <laughs> oh my god. No, it's a bee. I'm watching it. Okay, fair. So anyway... But that does not mean that our podcasting <laughs> ends with Hot Tub Bali Talk. <laughs> But it might with a B. I don't know. <laughs> okay. You alright? I'm good. Okay. I'm good. He's gone. He went okay. that way. Okay. So sorry for splashing you. Fine. I'm in a pool. Just saved your life. I know. It's okay. So we still have talk your poly. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm gonna sit way over here. Okay. Are you ready? This is totally ruining. Like this whole announcement we're gonna have. Listen, B. How do you scare a B? I'm good now. How do you scare a B with a Psst. No. <laughs> Boo, B. Oh no. <laughs> I got two of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chad's all up on your back. No, Chad, get away. Okay. So okay. announcement so, time. So yeah, it's too late. <laughs> so this is our last episode of Hot Tub Poly Talk. For the reasons that we announced before the B, <laughs> we still have our Talk Your Poly Off, which is going strong and has an amazing listener base, just like this one, but will be easy to do in the wintertime as well. Yeah, and that's our, if you don't listen, that's where we talk more about poly issues and relationship issues and all the tips and tricks and our experiences. So you can look at wherever you're listening to this, you can find Talk Your Poly Off as well. Right. And... We're not just going to go down to one podcast. That's boring. We really enjoy... I, I know I really enjoy this. I I did radio DJing for eight years in Walla Walla, and I did online DJing also for about three or three to five years when I was in Walla Walla yeah. for a broadcasting company. I love it, and I miss it, and this really satisfies that aspect of my life. So... <laughs> so we're going to start a new one. I don't want to give away too many details. Can we give away the title? Sure. Sure, go ahead. No, you do. This is your baby idea. Okay. 
So what we will be moving to is weird erotic tales. Hashtag get wet. <laughs> How excited you are. So we will be working on that. We're already working on some production and getting it set up. And once it goes live, of course, we're going to announce it on our typo. Yep. And we're going to probably promote it a little bit. We'll announce it definitely on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Mm -hmm. All the places. And we were just going to roll it off of this so that you can keep listening. But we also understand that some of our listeners may not be into listening to weird erotic tales. And some new people might go back to the early episodes and be like, what the fuck are these guys doing in the hot tub? <laughs> Talking about superhero sex. And <laughs> so we want to we wanna make sure that there's a clean start and finish for hot tub. Yep. And a clean start for weird erotic tales. So keep an eye out, keep an ear out. And we will also make sure to notify you whenever we're ready. Which will be soon, because I'm chomping at the bit to get this going. Yeah! So, now that we've announced that, dun, 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 dun. is there anything else you wanted to talk about? <sighs> I don't know. That's lovely. How about how I part my chest hair? You part your chest hair? No, this is weird. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the water makes the chest hair look nice. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I think that's it. I think that's it. I was going to talk more about some other dream stuff, but I think we covered that. And yeah. I feel good about that. It's a good time. So, I mean, if, you, if you're going to miss us and you're not following our other podcasts for whatever reason. Yeah, come on, man. You can find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash I Love Polly. Or you can find us on Instagram at I Love Polly Cares. Or on Twitter at I Love Polly. And yeah, follow along, see our announcements, let us know what you think, and uh, we'll catch you somewhere else. As Rocco would say, catch you on the flip side. <laughs>